The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Live the life you truly want. Experience the Jenna Effect. I'm Vincent Jenna, psychic therapist, medium, and spiritual teacher. Become unstoppable. Learn the secret that's holding you back. Hello, and welcome back to the Jenna Effect. I am Vincent Jenna, your psychic therapist, medium, spiritual teacher, and author of the best-selling book, The Secret That's Holding You Back. Welcome back. I know I've been gone for a long time. I believe December was the last time that I did a podcast, but but life has been wonderful and busy and energetic. And even right now, I'm in the middle of doing a musical, Jersey Boys, here in Raleigh, at Theater Raleigh, a professional theater in town. It's being directed by one of the four seasons from Jersey Boys on Broadway, Matt Bogart. Um, I've got some of the cast from Jersey Boys on Broadway in this show. It's been spectacular. I'm having a blast. That's taken up some recent time, but then all you get so busy and things things take away your attention and your focus so easily that I had to give my energy to certain things and not other things that I wanted to do. But I am back now, and I'm going to do the best I can to continue to create podcasts for you. Today, I had a really important subject that I wanted to talk about because of my own recent experience. And it always brings up, my experiences bring up a lot of my material because when you go through life and things happen, people you meet, circumstances you're involved in, bring up new themes, new ideas, new understandings. And this one is about work versus people. Work versus people. And what I mean by that is um, I've had so many clients calling me where they were telling me stories where I actually picked out issues, issues of um, missing parents in some way, that the parent wasn't there emotionally, physically, whatever, uh, that was uh, and caused some issues for the client that I was speaking with. And it really is based on on societal norms that we got used to and bought into. The idea of work, the idea that work is five days a week. Some people, it's completely different kind of schedule. It's not nine to five. Some people work at night. Some people work on weekends. Some people work almost every day, if not every day. 
And so um, their time that they're able to direct or share or give towards people, family members, spouses, becomes more limited. It becomes more limited, and, and it's accepted that way. Well, if, especially back in the old days, the man went to work. He was the provider. He needed to bring home money for the family, for the household, to take care of bills, foods, clothing, all of that, right? Now the woman is involved working, doing the same kind of thing. Um, some women in the households are the breadwinners of, of a dual couple relationship. Um, some are single parents. But whatever the case may be, is work takes on a different meaning. So, so that's for survival. But then there are those who are pursuing dreams, and they're actually working at things that are quite fulfilling, just like I try to do. And the reason why I'm bringing it up is, is um, we just recently had a conversation with somebody who was, um, I was a, a attempting to establish a friendship with, and basically there didn't seem to be enough time for it on the other party's part. And, and the excuse was, well, um, I'm there to do a good job, to do good work, and then move on. And then move on, move on to another family, move on to another job. Um, this person's job was like that, was contracted, had different work at different times. But but it was an interesting character and and so many similarities that we had. And um, and, and it's it's so um, unfortunate that um, I miss out now on on having somebody that um, I would enjoy having in my life that I would enjoy and also honored to be calling friend, um, a very brilliant person, uh, spiritually and emotionally and intellectually, but just had the concept and the idea that somehow, some way, work was more important. And um, I have a difficult time with that. The reason why I have a difficult time with that is I get evidence every single day that I'm on the phone with a client and I'm feeling from them a void, a void of love, a void of attention from when they were younger, particularly from a parent. And they're having, and the reason why I feel that void is because that void caused issues in their adulthood, whether it be the relationships that they attracted or the images that they held for themselves, the beliefs they held about themselves. And even though as adults, they intellectualized, and if you read my book, they created adult-made mind defense mechanisms to qualify or to condone why they may have been missing or having that void. Well, daddy had to work a lot in order to bring home the money. He was a hard worker or he took pride in his work, uh, or mom had to have a job too in order for us to have enough money. So she was never home. And these children basically raised themselves or raised by a nanny or, or, or grandparents or aunts and uncles, but not the parents because they were busy. They were working. So I see the damage that it causes, even though that they can make adult excuses for them now and understand that survival sometimes has caused that, it still had caused damage. So I see 
that it causes damage. And then I wonder why are we here together to give each other jobs, to provide, to be able to provide jobs for each other? Is that the reason why we are here together? Why are we supposed to evolve for ourselves, love your neighbor as you love yourself, together with loving yourself? There always seems to be that neighbor thing pulled into everything in scriptures, in the Torah, in, in the Bible, in the New Testament, in, in other written doctrines, in, in other religions, Buddhism, Hinduism, everything. It says something about your neighbor. And so I am under the impression and the belief that people are the most important thing. So if you think about this for a moment, we get to the other side. If there's any kind of assessment or judgment or people are asking, or spirits are now asking, our angels are asking, our higher guides are asking, okay, so did you, did you do everything that you wanted to do? Oh, yes, I was quite successful. I had three different jobs, and I was successful in each one of them. Oh, that's great. Well, good for you. Okay. So how many people um, did you love? Well, I had a few good friends and a lot of acquaintances. And of course, I had my partner, my spouse for a long period of time. So I would say, you know, really on a, on a, on a good end, three, three really good ones. I had some earlier, but then they were losses. And that's okay because I replaced them with others. Um, so I would say three, maybe four, four good people, four close friends. Oh, so, so the entire time that you were down there, you were down there 80 years, and you have three people that you really love. Wow. Well, I was course, my family, you know, even though mom and dad were difficult to love and my brother and sister, sure, they were pains in the asses, but I, I, I love them too. Okay, so we'll, we'll give you credit for that. So three, four, five, six, seven, seven people in your entire lifetime that you loved. How many people do you think you impacted? Well, with the work that I did, I, I brought a lot of enjoyment to people. I, I tried to inspire a lot of people. Did you communicate with those people? Did you know if it made differences in their lives? Did you take the time to care, to make a friend? Did you take the time to say hello, to keep communicating? No, well, well, briefly, we text each other. Yeah, it's a new thing now, right? Isn't it easier now to be able to communicate with each other just through text? Takes two seconds, text. I sent you a text birthday instead of call, instead of going out and having lunch together, dinner together, a drink together, coffee together, a text, an email. It's so much more convenient. And, and we feel that we've accomplished a lifetime of things when, when we don't understand that the whole purpose for work, the whole purpose for existence, the whole purpose for fulfillment is so that you can experience yourself, but then to be able to share that experience with others, to inspire them to experience, but to share yourself with others, you know? That's golden. That's so vital. That's so important. No job is greater than the people who do it. Or the people around you. No job is.
you think it is? Why do you do that job well? It's not just for your own benefit and good. It's for the good of those who gave you the job. So you're still doing it for people. But if you're paying attention to the job itself, then you're only paying attention to the doing and not the feeling, the activity. And that the end result of having touched someone and, and having touched someone, you can touch someone in the middle of doing the job, but while you're not doing the job at all, while you're on a break from the job, you can touch someone. What I'm trying to say is there's nothing greater than touching a person's life and becoming a part of it. And no, do I have the time to have a million friends, a thousand friends? No, I don't have the time for them all to do that. They all want to go out to dinner with me, but I will make as much time as I can. I will do what I can to make them feel good that they know that they have friends. And certainly if somebody is so impressed by me and is a good person, I'd enjoy their company too. You know, it's about the people, people. It's not about the job you do because it, this is all an illusion. We created the jobs to start with. But do you think that we could evolve without jobs? Absolutely. If there were no jobs ever, and we just lived here, and we shared the way we used to. We harvested, we hunted, and we shared with each other. But we sat there, we talked. We shared feelings, we shared stories, we shared our families, we shared our food, we shared our homes. We shared our clothing, whatever. Do you know how much faster we would be able to evolve? But in the meantime, right now in society, well, I have, let's see, I have a couple of hours next Friday evening, but it can only be next Friday because the rest of the time I'm completely busy. Or maybe I can put you on the schedule in two months from now. That would be nice. That would be great. Let me see. Let me get my planner out because I'm doing so many different things. Yeah, I understand life can get busy and hectic, especially the way we've created it today gets very busy and hectic, but nothing is more important than friends. Nothing is more important than people and sharing with those people. Yeah. And I feel sad every time I lose out on making a new friend. We can feel as advanced as we want to. And people still ask me, how do you know when you're spiritual? I give them all different ways. And here's one way. When people matter more than the job you do, then you know you're evolving. Then you know you've got the God priorities. Yeah, I know. I'm doing my thing, right? I'm living my dreams. I'm not always around, but I make the time. I'll make the time for you. No, you can't be friends with everybody the way they want. I mean, seriously. 
even if you had a hundred friends. Well, here's the other thing, which is really interesting. Can you have too many friends? <laughs> so now I'm going to sound like I'm contradicting myself. Yeah, well, I don't believe people are capable of having more than a few friends. When I say friends, I'm not talking acquaintances. I'm talking about people whose lives you know, people whose lives you are interested in, people whose lives that you share, you share your family with, they share their family with you. You, you won't have as many as you think. You won't have 100, you won't have even 20. Because it does take time. And sometimes you can get so busy with these acquaintances because it makes you feel good that you're liked by so many people that you don't even have time for the friends that are meaningful. And then don't call them friends if you have complaints about them. <laughs> and you complain to other friends about the friends that you have. They're, they're not your friends then. So, so understand that sometimes you, you create this need for people more out of the need to feel good about yourself. Oh, I got so many friends. Oh, so many people want That's not what I'm talking about either. I'm talking about genuinely sharing oneself with good people or taking the time to get to know somebody. Maybe you're not going to be the type of friends you live at distances. So you're not going to be able to go out to dinner all the time, you know, but you can communicate with each other. How are you doing? How's everything going? Oh, you've got that new thing coming out. Let me help you. I'll support you in it. Right? To keep up that kind of communication, that kind of caring. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about on the three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, you're like a family. Then you don't see each other for a few months and then... One day you run into the person, oh, gosh, hey, Vinny, good to see you. Okay, hey, listen, I got to run. I really am busy. So we'll see you again. Bye. And there goes the family that you had. There goes the feeling that you had right out of sight, out of mind. That's not what I'm talking about either. My experience, that I experienced that when I was in theater, when I was a professional actor, I experienced that with every one of my show families. I would, I would form deep feelings for people. We had deep relationships, great, like brothers, sisters. And then they left, the show was over, they went on, they moved on. And if I ran into them again at another time, it was as if they hardly knew who I was. They didn't have the time to even acknowledge me. And I'm like, how do you go through life doing that and, and caring about somebody and and really liking somebody or even loving them as, as family member and then just letting that go. I can't do that. I don't do that anymore. No, it's meaningful to me. I've formed feelings and, and friendships or, or I at least am feeling that for some of the members that I'm working with right now in the show. You work emotionally. Actors work very deeply, very emotionally with their cast members. You know, some you know it's going to stay surface because it didn't go that deep. Others you shared some deeper feelings with and you kind of feel that, that you'd like that to continue. And it doesn't because the job has become more important. Well, I've got the next job to do, so I got to say goodbye. Wow. Well, we can say goodbye for now, but um, 
can't we keep in touch? You know, can't um, can't they say hello every so often? You know, um, I'm not going to take away a lot of your time, and certainly don't want to interfere in your dream pursuit. So, so dream and job over people. So I'm going to include the dream in there. Remember this. This is the point that I'm trying to make truly. You will find out either in this lifetime or the next that the biggest mistake you will make is to make people low on your priority list rather than the highest on your priority list. What good is love if you don't have somebody to share it with? You can't just share it with a job or a chore and an activity. You have to be able to share it with a person. That's what it was created for. Oh, you can love a pet. And you can love your plants and you can love your home. But you can't love the same way you can love a person. That's vital. That's prime. That's what we're here and been put on the earth together for. To experience unity and what that means. To be able to share. There is the story, The Valley of the Dolls, that was made into a movie. Patty Duke Austin, for those of you who remember the Patty Duke show, or Patty Duke is an actress, amazing, amazing female actress. And she was in this movie, The Valley of the Dolls. And the movie was based on the book, The Valley of the Dolls. And it was a story about a young actress who just wanted so badly to become famous. And she climbed that mountain of fame, no matter who she had to step on to get to the top. And she eventually got to the top of that mountain. And when she looked behind her in order to share what she experienced, there was nobody there. She was alone. And so her achievements meant nothing to her because there was nobody there to share in the joy of what she achieved. That's how important people are. Are people going to be there after you, you achieve what you want to achieve? Are there going to be people there? And I'm not just talking about a spouse or a partner and saying and thinking that that's enough because it's not. We need more, we want more, we like more, we care about more. This is a whole family out here. No, maybe 8 billion people are not going to be able to share the joy. And somehow, sometimes they do. It gets around. Remember, it does get around. But when you get to the top, when you succeed, when you fulfill your dream, will there be people there to share that joy with, that experience with? There was a creator who created life and created souls and shared all its joy and pleasures with those souls so that those souls can share in return with each other and back. That was the plan. That's why we were created. That's the purpose of our experiences, the people. I hope you understand that. I hope you have a chance to experience people and the joys of sharing your joys and even your hardships with. 
because that's the other thing that we need is emotional support, a network of friends, people we care about, so that we can turn to and cry on their shoulders sometimes, or that they could say, it's going to be okay, I believe in you. There's nothing greater than that. So this is Vincent Jenna. This is the Jenna effect. I hope you've gotten something out of this podcast. Keep coming back. I promise you there will be more from now on. But take care for now and God bless. Bye-bye. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.